Episode 114, The Simple Life. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. Happy Easter, everyone. Welcome to uh, this new season in the year. That would be a belated Easter. Belated Easter. Well, yeah, it's the day after. Day after. Hope everyone had a good Easter with their families and um, just got to enjoy celebrating the resurrection of Christ mm-hmm. um, and all that that means for all of us. So as we head into April now, we are, we've wrapped up spring break. Um, my parents were out visiting. I know some of you caught last week's episode where my mom sat at the table with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was funny. I saw some friends from ours at, uh, at church on Friday night, and they were talking about the fact that um, it might have been a little awkward sitting at the table with your mom <laughs> doing the podcast. So like, yeah, yeah. I could feel that that was a little awkward. I go, y- you know, it's kind of one of those things. I mean, I'm 37 years old and, you know, Tony and I talk about sex every week on the air pretty much. And yet there was my mom sitting there and I'm like, Ooh, this is different. Right. This is, but it was a lot of, you know, it was a lot of fun having somebody with us. Definitely. Um, you know, kind of that live audience that you know, we were joking about last week with mom here, but it was a great visit with them. Um, they flew back home today after 10 days and, you know, got to, it was kind of a whirlwind. It was more than we ever do on a kid's, one of the kids' vacations, um, when they have a week, but, you know, out to eat and going to Julian for apple pie and going to the beach and going to see movies and baseball and all kinds of fun stuff. So. It was. Yeah. Put a little crimp on our intimacy lifestyle. We made it work. Made it work, but it was. It was it, it's interesting to have uh my in-laws here and well you, you just but from a timing at, standpoint you just winked at me yeah my, my contact lens oh okay <laughs> that, that wasn't yeah I wasn't trying to convey anything my contact lens is dry okay now. um but from a timing standpoint I also had my period last week so it really kind of yeah yeah I mean, if out. you're gonna have a week that you've got your period it, it works out that it's the week that your parents are in the house right so yeah it was it was a, it was a good trip though and I got to say, and probably m- many of you can relate, man, when your kids are on break and you have people in town, you know, you just get tired. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a lot going on. And I think that's really a, probably a good time in our marriages just to sort of not disengage from each other, but it's just sort of like, you know what? It's just a time out right now. We don't need to talk about big, gnarly pieces of, things that need to happen in our marriage. It, it, it's just sort of like, Hey, we're just rolling through this. You know, we're going to just have a good time. And once, you know, things settle down again, we can pick right back up. And which I think that's what we did this past week. Really. It was just sort of like, Hey, you know, we're just rolling. Yeah. And it was, it was actually kind of funny cause I'm taking my parents to the airport this morning. My mom looks over at me in the car and she's like, so you got any plans for today? And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm I'm back to, you know, full-time mommy and working and everything else. And, you know, I'm full steam ahead the minute I drop you guys off at the airport. Um, but it's true. But even in the midst of kind of that laid back um, week that we had last week, because we really just kind of, you know, just sort of about having fun and hanging out. Right. We're still dealing with stuff with our house. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and you guys have known, um, you know, we shared with you from the beginning of the year 
that we've been working through the short sale process. Right. And um, the and the last update we had given you is that the short sale was approved, and then the next day we got a letter saying that we may qualify for a loan modification. And you know what? We were really stressed out. Gosh, I think that may have been one of the most the more tense times of this whole process for Elisa and I going being at this point because we've been trying for a loan mod since early of last year, but to no, to no avail, <laughs> couldn't get the banks to budge. So what ended up happening, I mean, we had a, a good day of just talking to each other and, you know, I, I will have to say there are times when we were both short with each other. There were times when it was just sort of like, you know what? I don't want to hear about it right now. I, I'm trying to work. I'm trying to get things done. You know, let's just, let's just think about what we're doing. What, what we came to on Friday night, we had talked most of the day. We were looking at certain situations and scenarios. And on Friday night, Elise and I just sort of said, okay, what are we doing right here, right now? We are not trusting God. And one of our big things is we've been reading Jesus Calling. And since I think days two, it says, trust Jesus, trust, trust trust. I mean, it has been a focal point of every time that we're reading because we don't read it every night because sometimes we fall asleep or whatever's happening. But every time we seem to pick it up, it's like, trust in me, trust. What we felt at, at that moment in time was here we are taking control. And what we've been called to do is trust. And we've been trying to, again, take control. And okay, well, I'm going to do this because really this short sale process has taken just over three months. And for many of you who've talked to friends or if you've gone through it yourself, I mean, typically it's six, nine, maybe even 12 months, you know? And so for us, it's, it's gone very quick and we really had to just sit there and go, okay, what does God have in store for us? What plans, what, what's out there? And so that night I mean, I was frustrated. I was just, I was tired. My head ached. Um, my eyes were just throbbing. And we just sat down and I said, all right, let, let's just read Jesus calling and see what, what the Lord has to say to us. And it was a lightning rod, <laughs> to say the least, of what we should do. And it basically came down to, trust me. Trust me, because I've got it all figured out. And I know, you know, it kind of goes back to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. you know, for I know the plans I have for you, mm-hmm. declares the Lord. And it was kind of, you know, I mean, I, I, I've joked on this podcast numerous times about how, you know, sometimes God reveals himself in a whisper. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get smacked upside the head with a gigantic billboard going down the highway that says, hey, you, this message is for you. Will you please take a look and listen? Right. This was kind of the billboard thing saying, you know what? I got this under control. And you guys need to listen. So that night we went to bed praying and just going, you know what? We're going to move forward with the short sale. So that was two weeks ago. And that was two weeks ago. Uh, It's Monday night. Tomorrow, by the time you're listening to this, we should have closed on this place and couldn't ask for a better situation. Mm -hmm. We've sold the place to an investor who actually is a brother of a friend that we know who's actually the agent 
and we're actually going to be staying here for the time being. We worked out a rental agreement to stay here in our place until we can find something else that suits us, mm-hmm. which is a huge blessing. One of the big issues we were running into a roadblock was is a credit score got dinged because of the short sale. And for those of you who don't know, we went through Dave Ramsey 10 years ago now, and we haven't had a credit card since. So we don't have credit cards. We own both of our cars. We don't have debt other than the house, which will no longer be. But our credit score got hit, and we're self-employed. So when we were looking for places to rent, many of them were very apprehensive, to say the least, to rent to folks who had just gone through a short sale and were small business owners. So when you look at it in the situation, how God has worked, it's a true blessing. We'll be going month to month. We, we know, again, the brother of the guy who bought it, and we'll just, we'll just start down that road, and we'll go down this path, and when we find something that suits our, uh, our needs, we'll, we'll go from there. Oh, am I still there? Okay. Sound like you were messing with me. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, when we first started on this process, um, we had been told this would take six to 12 months because that's what they were doing and, you know, that's what was going on. And so here we are and we find ourselves three months later wrapping this up mm-hmm. faster than we ever thought. Po- I mean, we've gone about as fast as a traditional sale mm-hmm. in spite of having to, you know, provide everything in quadruplicate six times over Form, yeah. to the banks. Um, but what it's made us realize as we've come to the end of this process, um, which we're very close to, I don't want to say it's completely final until they actually, you know, record right. with title. But, you know, we're, we're at a point where we're simplifying. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're realizing, you know what, we need, to, we need to take stock of where we are right now not just in all of our, you know, in our financial life and in, and I realized just as an aside, when you said that, that now that we don't have the house, we are technically debt free. Yeah. I mean, granted we want, we're, you know, we're having to short sell the house, but we have no, mm-hmm. we have no debt. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Kind of an interesting little aside. Um, <laughs> it was just something that popped in my head when you mentioned yeah. Dave Ramsey, but you know, we're looking at our financial accounts. We're looking at, our belongings. We're looking at our relationship and just going, okay, how do we simplify all of this? What steps are we taking? You know, this is, we, we've made mention since the beginning of 2012 that this was a year that things were going to change for us. Mm-hmm. That this was the year, you know, there, there are career shifts. There are, you know, we made mention very early on about, you know, what was going on with the house. And so there are just all of these little things that are in motion right now and it's at those times where you start taking stock and going okay what what is fluff in our life right what are the things that are you know distracting us from each other distracting us from family distracting us from you know what we're really needing to be doing and when i say needing to be doing what are we being called to do right now you know you guys most of you and I'm hoping we have a lot of new listeners. And the reason I say that is because those of you that have been around for a little while know that we got up on Kindle last week mm-hmm. and, you know, which is a part of the simplifying you know, Kindle or Amazon has made it very easy now to kind of transition from a traditional book into the Kindle format, you know, into the Kindle format. And so we were overwhelmed 
last week with Kindle Direct Publishing, you have, what, five days mm-hmm. during a 90-day period where you can give away your book for free? Mm-hmm. And so last week we did this. And, you know, we posted it all over Twitter and Facebook. And so many of you retweeted it and posted it to your Facebook. We had almost a thousand downloads yeah, of for, Stripped Down last week. Yeah. And for you loyal folks who've been around, it's because of you that we were able to do that. In all honesty, I mean, it's just, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are here talking about that if it wasn't for your dedication to the show and to following us and cheering us on. Really, it wouldn't have been. And, you know, like Elisa's saying, we're already getting some really awesome feedback from folks that are just loving it and digging it. Although I just read a review on Amazon where one gal gave it a three star. But what'd, she, what'd she say? I mean, she just said it just seemed a little cliche okay. and it didn't fit her lifestyle. Okay. Which, understand, she has six kids and, you know, she said she's 21 years married and what do we know at 13 years married? So that was sort of interesting to read. But anyways. <laughs> All little. I can think about is um, who has eight kids? Who has eight kids? Danielle uh, O'Toole. Yes, thank you. I'm like, hello. Yeah. We got, we got, we got listeners with two more kids. Anyway, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to go back and forth on whether or not it fits your lifestyle. I mean, it's an individual thing. That's why there are hundreds of married books out, marriage books out there. Exactly. You know, you find the one that works for your relationship. But all this is to say is that, you know, we, we streamlined accessibility to the book last week by going to Kindle. Right. And, and that was, you know, because many of you have asked for it. And so we finally made that happen. It's a simplification of accessibility to the book. And what has that right. done? It has put the book into almost a thousand new hands. Right. So people are, people are connecting with the material. People are, are Being getting impacted. plugged into this community to all of you. Right. The, again, to you guys who've been around since the early days. And, and I mean, that could, that could be two and a half years ago or two years ago or a year ago or six months ago. I mean, those of you who've been around, it's, it's cool. And, and it just, like Tony was saying, I mean, the feedback that we're getting, um, and we got an, a direct message from a listener who had just been going through some financial struggles mm-hmm. and had been saving up, you know, had been out of work, was saving up, you know, was ready to getting your first paycheck with a new job. And then we post that the book's up as one of, you know, a Amazon or Kindle free book. Mm-hmm. So excited because she'd been, you know, it was like a double blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, with this, and it just thrilled about that. Got an email from another gal who um, had is relatively new listener, a couple months, mm-hmm. and so she downloaded the book, and she said, "You know, I'm only on page two. She goes, "But I'm so relieved. I'm not alone." Right. And I thought, you know, how many times do we make that just a central part of our message? And it comes through in what you all share on the Facebook page and what you share on oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And it's the fact that we have similar struggles in our marriages. You know, when you are listening to this show, when you are chiming in on Facebook, when you are calling in, you know, to the Google line, you are sharing struggles that other people have. You are giving voice to that. You are shedding light to that. And I have got to tell you, when you share your story, it is powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It is incredible. I had a conversation with a woman this weekend, and um, somehow we got on the subject of miscarriages. And for those of you that are new listeners, um, Tony and I lost a baby at 18 weeks in between our two children. 
and it was one of was it episode four mm-hmm. where I go, where we talk about that. Um, it has become something that is is known throughout the one community that we have dealt with miscarriage. We've dealt with child loss. It's something that I am comfortable talking about because I know that so many women live behind this burden, this grief because people don't know how to talk about child loss. And so I was talking to this woman and she was sharing, um, she has three daughters and when her youngest, I think was one, she had a miss. She didn't know she was pregnant went to the hospital because she was having all this pain. Turns out that she found out that she was pregnant, but because of, it was an ectopic pregnancy. So they were Mm. really putting her into emergency surgery and, and, you know, she was going to lose the baby. Mm. Her children are teenagers and in their early twenties and they don't know about this miscarriage. And I point blank looked at her and said, I challenge you to share this child's life with them. Mm -hmm. And the reason I do this, because this is part of your, this is part of your story. And that's what happens in our marriage. You know, we have these burdens and part of simplifying folks is relieving yourself of your burdens, whether it's a financial burden, whether it's an emotional burden, whether it's a relational burden, you need to shed light on this. Simplifying means giving light to these things that are, you know, hidden in the closet because I can guarantee you the monster in the closet is a lot worse in your imagination than what happens when you open that closet door and shed light on it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we, we've been very transparent with you all this year on what's going on with our finances, with the house specifically, specifically with the house. Um, and what that has been like for us and what that has done to our marriage because the last, you know, the, the early part of the process was more annoying than anything else. It's like you'd give them paperwork. They'd ask for the paperwork again two weeks later. You give them paperwork. And then when we got this emotional roller coaster of you've got an approval and we might consider you for loan modification. Hmm. You know, what do we do with that? Then you're like, no, you know what? God laid out this path for us. Mm-hmm. That's where we're going. Yeah. We're, we're, we're relinquishing control. And sometimes simplifying means relinquishing control. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? We don't always know what we're doing as much as we'd like to think so. We don't, you know, as much as we like to think we need all of our stuff. A lot of times that stuff just starts to control us. So when you relinquish your stuff, whether that's, you know, clothes, books, cars, houses, emotional burdens, I mean, that, that is something that can really hinder you from being what you want or who you want to be. You know, those things that are kept in secret mm-hmm. weigh down upon us. And many of you know that. And Elise and I know that because we have done that to ourselves, to others in times past. But as we share, you know, it's, it's taking that burden off. And just going, oh, I can talk about this. You'd be surprised at how many people I've been able to talk to about the short sale process and going, you know, this is where we're at. And I've been really upfront with a lot of the guys that I know, especially at my church, and just being like, this is where I'm at. This is where I just feel just burdened with this. And, you know, a lot of them just came up beside me and just being like, hey, you know what? I hear you. We went through that three years ago, or we're going through it ourselves, or we're thinking about it, or others who are like, you know, we're, we're hanging on, 
but we understand. I understand where you're at. And so as, as we come to a close with the house, Elisa and I are looking around and just going, how do we simplify our lives even more? Mm-hmm. And I, I want to make this distinction. Uh, we're not going to be minimalist. Uh, I'm not into the minimalist movement. Uh, I was doing minimalist living like before it became like, I don't know, popular as it is. <laughs> so, and, so, uh, but I do think that we do have some minimalist tendencies, but we're not going to like totally embrace right all. I mean, I do think they have some amazing qualities that. Right, I understand that, but that's not where we're taking our lives. Right. So right. I, I don't want anybody. Well, you brought to, it up, so I just right. Had to but say. that's not where we're taking our lives, and so one thing that Elise and I have been talking about recently is just what we want to start doing and working on together is, okay, let's look at our finances. Mm-hmm. How do we simplify it even more? What do we get? And, and for, for some of you, it may not be that big of a deal. You both work or maybe one of you works, one's a stay at home mom or a parent. So you only have one check coming in for, for us. We have, I mean, I have the dent dude, I have, or we have one extraordinary marriage. We have fit marriage. I have another thing that I'm starting up with another buddy here in San Diego. So I got a lot of stuff sort of moving around. I'm trying to figure out how to simplify that more and mm-hmm. more. And so we're going to start taking those steps, working on that. And it's not like we got loads of money standing around everywhere, but you know, it's just, it burdens you. It, it, it's just more stuff you got to look at. So if we can just be simplified, boom, we're done with it. Right. When it comes to the house, and you guys who have kids know this. I mean, it just seems like things accumulate. I mean, it's every time I turn around, it seems like there's another pile of clothes that showed up somewhere. But we're not really getting rid of the older stuff, or we're hanging on to it too long. And we were pretty good at you know going through the house every six months or so. But maybe we haven't been doing that as much. Because I just noticed, even for myself, you know, I put on a shirt the other day and like two inches too short or something <laughs> I, didn't under, I didn't understand it i'm like i don't understand how this shirt got all of a sudden really short but you know even for myself it's like i need to take the initiative to just start going through my own closet and looking at stuff that we can just donate and get rid of mm-hmm. and you know it doesn't mean that i can't go out after doing that and purchase some nice shirts that i want or not that i want but i i would like to have that are needed for my wardrobe but the first thing first is like i'm going to go through and look at all the things that i'm not wearing right and so for us it's just a time of just sort of i I mean just getting rid of some of the things i mean are they really necessary one of the things i always i always think about is um especially when it comes to money and tithing it's 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 one of these things that i've always thought about is you know we, we go into our churches or wherever we may go and we have this tight fist around that money. You know, our, our, our fists are just clenched really tight. And we want to control all that money and who we give it to and why and what will God do with it. Or, you know, we want to sort of map it all out. Some of us do anyways. And sometimes I'm like that. But when we open up our hand and then we allow that money to flow, right, from us to God and God's going to bless us too. And I sometimes feel like that with my stuff. And I have an issue with trying to get rid of some things. And 
Case in point, I was just going through one of my cabinets and I have all these notebooks of things that I've written over the years. And I'm looking through them and some of them are just from old classes I went through. And I'm looking at it going, do I get rid of it? Do I not? And so it's it's almost like that thing with the, that I was talking about with the money and you're holding your hand really tight around something. I'm looking at it and I'm going, do I throw it away? Do I not? Sometimes I think I just need an impartial person here to just go, need it? Yes, no. Uh, you know, and somebody just to go, no, you don't need it anymore. Move on. <laughs> but anything, anyways, with, with the, the, the fist and the hand, it's, you know, we're, we're trying to control things. And for Elise and I, we have for many, many years and months and times, you know, we try to control everything. And that's that clenched fist. Mm-hmm. And God can't really bless us at times when we, we got this clenched fist. And it could be with our money. It could be with our stuff. It could be with our own hearts. And as we unlock and open up our hands, we can allow those blessings to flow, you know, from Jesus to us and to us, from us to others. Right. You know? And so as you look at yourselves and you look at your marriage and where you're at, is the complexity of what's going on in your marriage and in life hindering you from having this extraordinary marriage that you want? Mm. Are, are are there too much, is there too much going on that's just jumbling up what you want to have? And that's tough to answer, I think, at times. Because sometimes you could probably say, yeah, and sometimes you could probably say no. I know I have. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just a point where if you're in this situation and you're just going, man, what are we doing it might just be time to take stock and just go, do we have too much stuff? Should we try to pare down, simplify, get to a place where there's less around us? A problem is, and I know we'll face this too, is that we can get rid of a lot of it, but it's going to make its way back in here. And it's trying to figure out that <laughs> that easy not that easy, but that medium between, okay, how much do we give away and what's coming back in? And mm-hmm. I just sometimes feel as I get older, man, it's just, there's just a lot of things that are just going on. And it's just like, how do you simplify? Mm-hmm. You know, because you can spend a lot of time trying to simplify and not get anywhere. And that's not good either. I mean, Elise and I, Elise and I are, are coming up with a plan and hopefully we can take it to fruition and capitalize on it. I will tell you this with us having to move in the future. I'd rather us start moving this stuff out of here now than later. You're talking about the stuff that we don't need. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, um, with the reality that, you know, come tomorrow or today when you guys are listening to this show that, um, our house will no longer, belong to us um that's like okay you know now we're moving towards something else in the future and we we like tony said are fortunate enough to not have to be scrambling to find another place Mm -hmm. right now um you know the true blessing is that an investor is buying our property and that we are able to rent back um yeah but because of that yeah it does you know, the flip side is that if we had to get out, we'd probably be like scrambling through the house going, okay, we don't really need this. We don't really need this. We don't really be a little bit easier to, uh, 
you know, take mm-hmm. that hard line approach. But, you well, know, and can we just talk about by simplifying how that can enhance, you know, your intimacy lifestyle? Oh, sure. Or, you know, if you want to do a seven days of sex challenge, which we will be coming up on in May, I think it's that second week in May we're looking at. Yeah, I got it. I'll pull up the calendar. Okay. So, you know, that's where we're, we're at. It's trying to figure out, okay, in our everyday lives that we are here in our everyday lives, how are we able to get this, these things away off of our plate so that we can have a more intimate relationship with each other, right? Because the stuff around us can really hinder us. And Elisa and I in the last, man, I want to say couple of weeks, a month, I mean, we have heard of good friends and people we know. I mean, they're going through divorces. They're going through tough times. And, you know, every time I, I even talked to one guy today, you know, beautiful home, lots of stuff. He's like, Tony, it, it doesn't even matter. All that just doesn't even matter. You know, I had to go through a divorce. I went through a divorce. It's gone. It, you, you know, that's what I heard from my girlfriend a couple of weeks ago. We sat down and, um, you know, she'd reached out because she's very familiar with what we do with strip down and with one. And, and, you know, we were talking I mean, she has, the picture perfect lifestyle, you know, big home, nice car, three kids, you know, everything looks rosy on the outside. Um, her marriage is crumbling. Mm-hmm. And, and when we were talking about the perception versus reality, she said in a heartbeat, I'd give it all up. Mm-hmm. Any of this stuff doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because if I had him back, that would be the only thing. That would be the only thing. And, and so you think, okay, we spend so much energy, so much time wrapped up in the stuff. And the stuff could be your career. It could be your belongings. It could be, you know, your other relationships. Right. You know, st- stuff is whatever it is in your relationship, in your marriage. Mm-hmm. You, you know what your stuff is you know what is keeping you from your spouse. We've all got it. Right. You need to think about, is it worth it? Is all that stuff worth it? Or could you pare down, put more focus on the relationship? And maybe that other stuff doesn't matter so much. Right. I mean, maybe your spouse doesn't need the fancy car, the fancy diamonds or the fancy clothes if they had more of you you know if you could invest more time in i don't know being home at dinner mm-hmm. or going to the kids games or making date night once a month i i can virtually guarantee you those are the things that mean more than the zeros on your paycheck and i'm not saying that there isn't a place for money. You know, you need it to pay your bills. I get that. We got bills. But the reality is, is that... And heck, if you can make a lot of it, go for it too. I'm yeah, I, it. I, I'm, I'm not down <laughs> on money. I'm not down on having nice things. I'm not down on driving nice cars or having nice homes. I'm just saying, think about where your focus is. Right. 
If your focus is only on the acquisition of things at the cost of people and relationships, then I'm going to question whether or not your priorities are straight. Mm-hmm. If, if you're working on your relationships and those are all up and, you know, those are strong and they're healthy and you can both say without a doubt, you know, we're in a good place. Uh, to have all the money you want because mm-hmm. you're not doing it at the cost of your relationships. That's where it becomes a problem. When, when your other friendships matter more to you and you invest more in your friendships than you do your, your marriage, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, when you spend more time with your Facebook friends than you do with your husband or your wife, that's a problem. You know, we, we all have, in addition to our stuff, we all have our, our little addictions, whether it's your iPhone or your Facebook or Farmville or whatever the vills are on, you know, the games that I see pop up, I block those. So don't ever send me a request for a game because I just de- <laughs> delete you, the request. Um, whatever is filling up all of that space, that's a problem. Yeah. And, I think, and that's, that's what we're getting at with simplifying. Yeah. And I, and I think for many of us who are, you know, we're, we're married and we have kids that are active and are still at home, that can be really difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, really difficult. And, and Elise and I are going through this with, with our own kids. You know, one's doing baseball, one's doing Daisy Scouts. You know, they, they have those activities plus all the other stuff going on. You know, we get it. We, we're there. And this show tonight isn't one to tell you, hey, we got it all answered and figured out because we don't. Not at, not not at long all. Stretch. Heck, if anything, if you got some great suggestions that you can offer us and other couples on how you've simplified and you've pared down, you know, in your household and how you and your spouse got together and did this, Man, share it with us. We'd love to hear it because like I said, this isn't this isn't something that's gonna, you know, we're gonna work on and it's just gonna be poof gone and you know, no, we'll never think about it again. I I know just from having been married to Elisa for fifteen years now, it will creep back into our house some way, somehow. You know, the only time I was able to simplify and be a minimalist to the extent that that I thought was doable was when I hiked the Pacific Crest Trail. You had no choice. I had no choice. I could only carry about 10 pounds worth of stuff in my back for, you know, four and a half months. It's a little tough to do here when you have, you know, businesses Space. to run and life and kids and other things that are going on. So... Uh, I don't want any of you to take this as like we know everything about simplifying. We really we don't know anything about it, in the in the sense that we're we're working through this and and hopefully we're giving you something to think about in your own lives in your own marriage. You know, is it something that is is hindering you from having the intimacy you want? And that's not just the physical, the sexual, but all forms of intimacy mm-hmm. that you want is is the burdens, the stuff, everything around you stopping you two from connecting and growing closer together. 
that's the key because I know for Elisa and I, we we're connected. We're on this together. It doesn't it doesn't stop us from connecting intimately together. It's there. It, it it sort of puts up a little roadblocks here and there at times, but we work through it by communicating with each other constantly. How are we going to do this? Let's work on it. Let's make a list together. Let's figure this out. Okay, you have one task. I got the other task. Let's let's make it happen. And so, what I like what I like to hear, honestly, I mean, I would just love to hear your feedback, you guys. Call in eight five eight eight seven six five eight. Seven six five six. Oh my goodness! Time out. Eight, five, Start all over again. Eight five eight eight seven six five six six three. There you go. Eight seven six one. No. Come on, you're killing it here. Is it? <laughs> oh, it's five one eight seven yeah. six five one. I'm like yeah. I know we got one in there somewhere. Okay. Click on the link and call us. That's <laughs> it. You can email us at info at one extraordinary marriage dot com. Tell us how you are doing it, how you have done it, what you've done to continue it. How long have you been able to make it happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, we'd love to hear all this because we're right there and we don't plan on moving anytime too soon. We want to stick here for a while, but at the same time, we want to just declutter and simplify these things in our lives. And we'd love to hear your feedback. Because we know out there, you guys have got a lot of ideas. Yeah, and we have. I was just looking. We have almost fourteen hundred fans on Facebook, and um, we were just barely at twelve hundred at the beginning of the year. So that's like two hundred in the last three months. Awesome. awesome, which means that you guys have a wealth of information mm-hmm. that we need to tap into, and you know that's why when you guys chime in on things that you've done on you know on the what do you call your Fridays? Fun Friday? Not Fun Fridays. That's the kids' question, question of, of the week. week. Um. So that's what happens when you've got kids and a husband. You just fun Fridays and question of the week. It all kind of blends together. But when you guys share that information, um, I was talking to a gal at church who's been listening to us for a couple months now, and and she was saying how, you know, she loves seeing what other people are saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. It it really has. You know, not so much to do with what Tony and I are saying, but it's when a question goes out there on Friday and you all chime in, and she's like, oh well, that's a good idea, or I hadn't thought about that, or you know, it, it gets the conversation going between her and her husband. Mm-hmm. And so we want to tap in to all that you have to offer. You know, So I'm hoping that when this goes up and you guys start to listen, whether it's on Stitcher or on iTunes or you know, streaming live from, or streaming from the, uh, the website, that you will share your comments. Mm-hmm. that you will help others figure out ways to simplify some area of their life. You know, and with almost 1,400 fans, I mean, if everybody shared a tip, good grief, we'd have like the most amazing simplify your life manual right there. Yeah. You know, so if you've got a tip, put it below the post. Let's see what we can't create as a community to help each other and think of the power that that has to help those marriages. I mean, you know, it could be something, uh, I don't know, better ways to organize your closet. Um, I only throw that out cause it's one I struggle with, but if there's a way there 
that makes my closet more appealing to my husband so he doesn't get so irritated? What have you just done for my marriage? Hmm. Huge, huge. So any tips on closets? I would love to have them. Um, but that's what I'm talking about. You, you, you might think it's just a little thing, but it's like the story of the ant and the elephant. What was a little thing to the person that helped was a huge thing to the person that received the help. And, and that's the power of the one community. Mm-hmm. You have the power and the knowledge to help others transform their marriages. And we want you to share that. So chime in this week. Share your ideas. Share, you know, if you've got other ideas for for upcoming episodes, things that you'd love to hear us talk about, email us. Call us. Say, hey, you know what? Would you guys talk about this? I'd love to hear your ideas. Um, Not that we're running out of ideas. Don't worry that, you know, we're getting ready to hit a roadblock. But there might be things that you guys hear during the week that you're like, oh, I wonder what Tony and Lisa would say about that. I mean, that's, that's kind of where we get our ideas for our shows. Something comes up and we're like, oh, what, what should we say about that? Share those thoughts. If you've read something or you come across something, like I, I saw this quote um, in this little book that I picked up at a garage sale. It's called like God's little instruction book or whatever. But it said the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that little extra. Mm-hmm. And I saw that. And I'm like, oh, that's our community. The difference between them being ordinary and extraordinary is the little extra that they're putting into their marriages. They're having extraordinary marriages because of the little extra. And that's what each one of you are. You are the little extra. Yeah. And you guys are. And we we just thank you so much for coming on, listening each each and every week. So with that... We got anything else there, girl? I'm good. We're good. Fired up. Fired (laughs) All right. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. We love you, and we'll check with you next week.